fairly long india has been in a very very bad shape when it comes to the construction and real estate business for some time now and the other one is the nbfc sector where there, there was a problem with the island fs and everyone thought that that was it but then it emerges that that's not it and there is a deeper problem and and there are still fears especially in mumbai uh, that um, what we've seen is just the tip of the iceberg and there is a huge mess uh, I know that in your budget, you announced a one-time window to sort this out for NBFCs, but it was a limited window. Uh, do you think you sort of need an unlimited window or, uh, let's say, a bigger war chest of money to sort this out? See, post the budget, I've had quite a few sessions with the NBFCs. And when I say NBFCs, I know there are thousands of them in this country. but. Uh, Maybe the top five to ten are the ones who are dealing with a vast section of the funding through the NBFCs. However, even for those who are below those five, below uh, top ten, top twenty, I've had varying stages of meetings. Now, one thing it is for the RBI as the uh, supervisory and regulatory body to constantly monitor the health of uh, many of these NBFCs without really becoming too intrusive. So they are monitoring, and I'm closely in touch with the RBI as regards NBFCs. My um, uh, one-liner, even if it sounds a bit uh, uh, pedestrian, is I don't want anyone falling off the cliff. So that is the extent to which RBI and the Ministry of Finance are watching them, but at the same time not getting in their way from doing their regular business. Now, with this said, I'm also making sure that funds reach NBFC. Now, if we can just understand this problem, uh, over last 15, 20 years, if I can put it that way, roughly, public sector banks and scheduled banks, commercial banks, were supposed to carry on with their core business of lending, keeping savings, and for short and medium term. But the long-term finance for particularly infrastructure kind of activities were to be done by a development bank, which was what IDBI was, and we know the story of IDBI. Strictly speaking, public sector banks do not have the expertise or capability for long-term, different kind of risk-involved infrastructure lending. But many of them did exactly that. And then NBFCs were carrying forward which, with what was essentially the banking, commercial bank's job, lend for short and medium term. But then they also started lending a bit longer and with short-term funds. So you ended up in both the places with asset liability mismatch. As a result, when banks had NPA, they, had, they didn't want to, want to venture any further into lending. They moved it on to the NBFCs. NBFCs went on a spree of lending. If you see, there is a real connect between all these.
then once the banks got very wary of lending, and I am glad the Prime Minister said, we shall not inquire into bona fide commercial decisions. Even if it results in commercial failure, we shall not go on a fishing expedition putting everybody under inquiry. And that is what we are now going back to. Infuse equity into banks, give them money. They can go on getting the monies from all those defaulters back sometime, but give them money to carry on with their regular business. Give NBFCs monies, and not just the top five, even those who are below it. Not just the uh, five to 25, but even those who are below it, for which I've had meetings with the banks to ensure that they're not just looking at AAA-rated assets, but they can look at even assets slightly at the investment quality level, for which the government has announced this you know, partial guarantee. Today, in fact, in the newspapers, you would have seen that the first closure has happened in the first tranche of partial guarantee that we want to give these NBFCs. This was a Hindustan Times production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.